everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Wednesday to you all. I hope that your day is starting out super fantastic. Everything is going well. Uh, Most things are going as planned. Everything is just kind of fitting right into place. That's kind of where you want Wednesdays to end up. Wouldn't you agree? You want Wednesdays to kind of be like, okay, things have been kind of going the way that I need them to go or like flourishing into that or moving in that direction. Not too much trouble has happened. Hopefully it'll stay this way for the rest of the week. There's only two more days left. If you're kind of towards the mid middle or the end of Wednesday, you know, you're still holding out hope that it's going to be a fantastic rest of the week. And even if all hell has already broken loose, I can still agree that the di- the rest of the week and all the rest of the days can get better, can still be fantastic, amazing. But you know, sometimes if you were just like feeling on top of the world on Wednesdays, you're like, okay, I got this week. This week is mine because you finally feel like you're in control. But I would caution you to have those feelings because sometimes things just happen. But regardless, happy Wednesday to you all. If you are just beginning your day, it's in the middle or towards the end, I hope that it's it feels like a good t- day to you. You feel like you've been um, able to start it off uh, with some positivity and be able to get it going. If you are having a hard day experiencing problems, issues, setbacks, troubles, drama, I encourage you to do the five-minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself to come back to baseline, reset, reboot your day shake off any negativity, any problems, any issues, anything that's coming at you for the day, kind of just like shaking off and releasing those burdens so you have some time to breathe. In addition to that, you might want to take some time to problem solve to figure out how you can get by these problems, get past them, get through them, be able to finish the rest of your day and the rest of the week um, in peace and feeling um, like you've actually accomplished something. You feel like you've moved through these things. They're not going to continue to rain down on you as you try to progress with the rest of your week and your day. Also, I always tell you to make a gratitude list of at least four items and those things can be big or small or medium things. You know, you can be I'm really grateful that you got to finally watch sports on TV. That's exactly how I'm feeling right now with basketball starting and it's just been amazing. And, um, or you can be really grateful for, um, being able to hang out with friends and play some sports in the park, go out to dinner, you know, um, finally uh, give some friends hugs in person rather than just waving to them over FaceTime or Zoom calls. So there are so many things you can be grateful for. The beauty of that is that it could be a never-ending list because uh, being grateful doesn't require it to be these huge, um, grandiose things that you're grateful for, like a roof over your head and food in your mouth. And don't get me wrong, you need to be grateful for those things, but there are such a like enormous amount of things that you can be grateful in addition to that and last but not least make sure that once you finish with your five minute reset time when you feel like you are able to finish the rest of your day just make sure you're able to walk away from the five minute reset feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because number one you do not want to pass along your bad mood uh, to anyone else no misery does not love company despite how that saying normally goes. Also, you want to kind of hope that the five-minute reset, in addition to um, writing down your quick list of things to be grateful for, changed your mindset, kind of had a mindset shift, a mindset shift. Oh my gosh, I messed that up every single episode. Um, Kind of a change of perspective on things because despite what you're going through, you still have so many amazing things to be grateful for and that's why you make the list. That's why you take some time to shake off anything that's causing you to 
feel like you're dragged down, like you can't go on, like it's just all too hard. Believe me, I understand. I have to take those times too. Today, I sat and I cried over something that seems really dramatic and it was actually just like me kind of getting fed up with a bunch of stuff that's been like culminating over the past couple weeks but still you know and so um, I was able to have a five minute reset shake it off and then move on with the rest of my day and feel positive actually for the rest of my day so make sure you don't leave the five minute reset time and let until you are feeling at least neutral if not positive to continue on with your day however I hope that you are having a wonderful Wednesday today. And just a reminder that this week on the podcast, we are talking about being brave. And today, Wednesday, we are going to talk about how to conquer fear. So let's go ahead and get started. Fear is one of the biggest reasons we don't step out of our comfort zones. We can't be brave and step into our confidence and courage if we are constantly hiding Uh, behind fear. That's just the truth. A lot of times fear is used as a shield, as an excuse, as a um, self-created barrier uh, to kind of shield us from uncertainty, from the unknown, from, you know, possible negativity, possible problems, issues that may arise, hard times, you know, times where we're going to have to struggle and grow and change and develop into bigger, better, stronger people. And sometimes that doesn't sound very fun or appealing because it takes actual hard work and and energy and something that we may not feel like we are full up on right now. But I want to encourage you that it's really important that we conquer fear because if you let fear dictate your whole entire life, you will not uh, be able to hit your goals. You will not be able to um, go and finish down the journey that you've created for yourself because you're constantly hiding behind um, what you're currently doing, the easy stuff, the stuff that you know, but you also need to take a step back and have perspective of the fact that you did have to have um, steps and take a journey to get to where you are and it wasn't always easy and I'm sure there were some hard things, but maybe you're just so overwhelmed and feel like you're out of the energy, out of the mental capacity to continue on, to continue um, overcoming hard things, but I'm here to tell you, you continue to um, dive deep into the pool of courage and strength and bravery that is inside yourself so you can continue to move on in your life and do hard things because I promise you that the more hard things that you do and learn and grow from, the stronger you will become. So you're kind of limiting the amount of strength that you can get as well. And so you might say, well, if I've done that, then it means I don't have enough strength to continue to push through. But you do. You just have to tap into it. It's deep inside of you and then just push through and you will continue to gain more and more and more. And over time, that's how it becomes easier. So let's talk about some ways we can conquer fear and move on from that being an excuse. So first, embrace your fear and put a name to it. Understand that your fear could actually help you identify what you think is standing in your way and what needs to be worked on to succeed. And it's always a better choice to face your fear head on rather than ignore it and let it control your life. So, you know what I was saying before where people will use fear as like a a self-created shield to kind of ignore fear, to not have to face it head on, to not even have to deal with it as an excuse to be able to get out of everything because, you know, a lot of times... um, 
people will believe that the fears that you have aren't irrational even though most of the time they are and they will just leave you alone because usually people that are so set in their ways to not want to step out and conquer their fears they will throw a fit and I know this might sound kind of unfair but maybe if you need to take some time to take a a step back and realize that that might be you it might open your eyes to realize that there is a big change that needs to happen for you but yeah you just need to embrace the fear and put a name on it you know you need to actually identify okay why am I afraid to take the next step? Why am I afraid to apply for that job? Why am I afraid to look into what skill set I need to get that job? Why don't I apply to school? You know, why don't I get out there and start talking to people that are doing what I want to do and figure out exactly what I need to do, the steps I need to take to get to the next level and create an actual game plan of how to achieve this thing, you know? So you want to embrace the fear. You want to be like, okay, fear, come over here and let me get to know you. Let me put a name on it. Let me be like, okay, I'm just afraid of rejection. Okay, so now you've identified it. Now you've named it. You're like, okay, well, this is rejection. I need to work on getting over feeling constant rejection. I need to focus on not really caring what other people think. I need to focus on even if people are judging me and rejecting me and putting me down, I need to realize that their opinion is not the only opinion. Their opinion doesn't necessarily matter. It's not really giving me any um, actual feedback that I can use. So I just need to find a way to change my mindset to move on from those things if they are not beneficial to the goals that I am trying to achieve. So I just encourage you take some time to really think about okay what is this fear like maybe you haven't taken that time maybe you haven't taken the time to actually identify it and look it straight in the face and be like wait why am I fearing this what is causing this what how did this come up and then name it and then once you name it you'll be able to um, take some more time to research how to uh, conquer those specific things but if you just leave it as like a a wandering void of ghostly like fear where you're not really thinking about why then you can't conquer it, you can't overcome it, you can't do anything about it. So you need to embrace it, you know, realize it's here, it's not going to go away on its own, and you need to put a name on it. Next, get educated on your fears. So most of the time, fear is derived from the unknown, uncertainty, I've talked about that already, which means if you take the time to learn exactly why you are having the fears you have, what has caused those fears to bloom, and what those fears can teach you about yourself will actually turn your fear into a helpful opportunity. Take some time to get educated on the fear so that the uncertainty goes away. So this feeds into the one I was just talking about before. If you are actually educated on your fear, it'll help you to overcome it. It'll help you to understand that there is not so much unknown, so much uncertainty in there because you're taking those things away. You're taking the uncertainty and an unknown away because you're actually spending time figuring out what those unknown, uncertain things could be. And granted, I understand that life will just throw punches and maybe something that you hadn't planned for, you hadn't educated yourself on, comes out. But everyone, every single person in the entire world has to take that chance every single moment of every single day because we never know what's coming next. You know, we can plan. We can plan our butts off and have everything kind of lined up to what we want want to happen, you know, a couple backup plans here and there. But like I said, life will just throw curveballs and we have to continue to work on being flexible, being strong in our mindset and realize that things will change. We will have to bend and move and shake and realize that we can still get through it despite what is thrown at us. But we need to get educated about your fear. So if you are having a fear of going out to 
Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, let's say that you're afraid to go into the ocean um, because you have a fear of getting stung by like a jellyfish or you have a fear of getting bitten by a shark. Okay. And these are actually legitimate fears that I personally have. However, I still go into the ocean and it's because, you know, I've done some research. Like, let's say, let's do some research. Like, okay, what body of water are you going to? What is actually the likelihood of you getting bitten by a shark? What are the statistics saying of how often this actually happens? What are some steps that you can take to be aware of what part of the water that you need to be in to know if sharks are in that kind of water who can you ask to be more educated about that what are some steps you can take if you do identify a shark in the water what should you do and that same thing for a jellyfish okay let's say the worst in your mind happens you get stung by a jellyfish then maybe if you took the time to educate yourself on what you need to do after that happens and you're like prepared in case it does happen then it's less scary because you already know what to do you're like okay let's let's see are they actually actually in this body of water how can I avoid them are and then what should I do if this thing actually happens so I feel like if you just prepare yourself for the thing that you are most afraid of and kind of educate it you know kind of get on the inside of it then it's not so closed off it's not so spooky and ghostly and like oh my gosh I don't even understand what this thing is about but it's super big and scary it makes it much smaller much more compact and much more understandable for your mind that you're not you know sitting in that fear but you're sitting in the understanding of okay something that I'm not uh that I don't know if it's going to happen might happen but at least I'm prepared and I want you to be careful about this though because I can see how someone could easily and quickly slip in to creating 10 backup plans and you don't want to become that person um or continue to live in that person if you're like me where you're continuing to live through anxiety and worry that's why you make so many backup plans no just like come up with like really simple um solutions to problems that you think might arise don't go beyond two or three actually just stick to the main ones and realize that if you spend more time planning and worrying it's not going to make any better it'll actually make it a lot worse so just kind of keep it at like a minimal level next try to surround yourself with people that will push you positively I believe it is important to have people in your inner circle that encourage you, pump you up, and support you through everything. But it's also important that those same people push you to do things you know and they know you can do, but you are too scared to push yourself to do. These people in your life come in clutch to add the pressure and help you step out of your comfort zone and go for it. So, you know, yeah, you have those people that comfort you and love you and tell you the truth right to your face. I love those kind of people. I love anyone that's like truly honest, authentic, transparent. And also there's a difference between being honest and being rude. So just know that if you're trying to practice honesty and transparency, you can definitely say it in a nice, respectful way as opposed to being super um, you can even still be blunt without being rude. So just keep that in mind when you're practicing your honesty, but it's important, you know, you have those people that are there for you all the time, but it's important that those people, or at least some of those people are there to push you or are there to encourage you, but in a more forceful way being like, listen, I see you sitting over here talking about how you want to do this, that, and the other, but you're living in fear. You're just kind of staying stagnant. You're not really doing anything with your life 
like you said you wanted to, like you had planned your whole life. And I want to encourage you to do it. I want you to encourage you to take the next step. How can I help you take the next step? How can I push you to actually take the next step and to realize it's not as scary as you think? And even if it is, you'll know that you have us to lean back on to kind of like help you get through this whole uh, journey, this whole adventure that you're going to be on. So I find it important to make sure that in your inner circle, in your pack of people that you're closest with, find someone that's going to push you because, you know, you're going to sit in fear. But if you're able to have someone out there being your cheerleader, being like, hey, you can do it and actually like devoted to helping you move forward in this thing, then you're more likely to do it and stay with it and realize, oh my gosh, this is amazing and appreciate that person even more. Um, Next, what's the worst that could happen? A lot of times we can make the fear and uncertainty bigger than it needs to be in our minds, obviously. Sometimes the best course of action to ask yourself is what is the worst thing that could happen? And even if that still sounds not fun, like the bad thing, (laughs) the worst thing that could happen, recognize it after giving it some perspective, it's a little bit smaller than it was. And you can continue to do this until it's small enough for you to not care as much and move past it. So yeah, I find that a great exercise is to ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? You know, if you're like afraid of going in the ocean and you're afraid of getting uh, stung by a jellyfish or bitten by a shark, you're like, what's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is that a shark actually gets you. Okay. So maybe you go online and learn some techniques on how to get out of like a shark biting you. I haven't actually done that research. Um, but I'm just saying you could do that if that's the worst thing that could happen. If the worst thing that could happen of you stepping into an ocean you haven't been to is you'll get sung by a jellyfish. Okay. What do you do after that happens? Like if that actually happens, okay, what are the steps? How many steps are they? How can you be prepared for that possible outcome? Um, let's say that you're going to go and apply for a job, like your dream job, the job that you've been like preparing for your whole life. And you're afraid because the worst thing that could happen is that you could rejected that you don't get it well that's the worst thing that can happen and what's stopping you from trying to apply again somewhere else asking for some feedback on how you can do better next time figuring out like you know kind of analyzing the situation in a positive light and being like okay maybe this wasn't meant to be maybe this isn't the place I need to be maybe in hindsight like two years from now I'll realize wow I'm really grateful that I didn't get that job because I have this job that I have or whatever it is or you're doing this different thing now so just ask yourself what is the worst that could happen evaluate that situation and uh and then if you're able to kind of like bring it down you're like okay this is what I'll do if the jellyfish like bites me or or stings me okay and then the worst thing that could happen is that I am in a lot of pain okay well how do you get the pain to go away how long will it last what can you do in the meantime if this is happening on vacation how can you still enjoy your vacation that's the worst thing can happen and then if you like find out that you have to stay in your health your hotel the whole time for the I don't know. I've never been sung by jellyfish. I never really researched it. Just know that in this example. Um, okay. Well, the worst thing that can happen is you have to stay in your hotel the whole time. You feel like your vacation is ruined, but really it's not. You can come up with a list of things that you can do, figure out ways for you to get outside and not necessarily have to walk or get in the water or whatever it is. You see what I mean? If you just continue to go down the list of things and like solve them as you go, it becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And then the fear isn't so big, so like humongous in our mind. And then we're able to kind of just even just take a quick step over it and move on. (laughs) Um, Next, do it a different way. 
If your fear has anything to do with failing previously, try to shake up your next approach a bit. Don't do it the same way and figure out what didn't go right the first time and use that info to execute a different plan of action. So let's say that, yes, in the example, you applied for your dream job and it didn't work. And so now, and you were like totally confident, you're brave, you stepped up, you're like, I'm going to apply for this job. I'm going to be like the best ever. You had all this confidence in the world and then you get rejected. Okay. So now you don't want to do that again because the rejection came down so hard you felt so like bummed and brokenhearted and now you're just taking it out on yourself well you know if that's the fear figure out again figure out some feedback on how you can do it better next time kind of evaluate what did you do get some advice from some people that would really know like what you need to change reevaluate it and then go about it a different way try a different way that you never would have tried and see if that works and then if that doesn't work try another way don't give up especially if it's something that you love that you have been eyeing your whole life that you've been working towards then there's you can't give up look at how much time Time and effort that you've already put into this thing and you're trying to be over here um, given up after one time, after two times, after three times, like think about all that time that will feel wasted if you don't continue to pursue and kind of change it up and figure out where you need to shift and move so that you can actually achieve this amazing thing that you've worked so hard for. So just do it a different way, change it up, And then you'll find that perfect fit and how it's all going to work out the best for you because sometimes we overcalculate at first or we kind of don't see it in the proper lighting that we need to. Lastly, stop choosing security over bravery. More often than not, we will put up with something no matter how unhappy it makes us just because it's so much easier to keep doing that familiar uh, thing than trying something new. You know, it's important to start valuing courage over security because it's much better to step out and try to do the things that will help you grow and succeed than to stay stuck and continue to cling to the things that will make you feel safe yet stagnant. So I just wanted to make sure that this was added into ways to conquer fear, but also at the end, because if you did listen all the way to the end, I feel like you're definitely going to remember this part more clearly than maybe the beginning of the show. Again, stop choosing security over bravery. So let's say that you have been going, you work full-time or part-time or whatever it may be, and you've been going to school on the side. And, um, you know, you're going half-time or full-time, however you're swinging it, and you go and you learn how to do the dream job that you want to do, and you graduate, and you're like, okay. But then, you know, like, let's say you work at, like, a bank or something, I don't know, and then you went to school to be a teacher, but you're too fearful to step out and apply for teaching jobs because, number one, you know it pays less. Number two, it's not going to be as flexible because you're going to have to, you know, I mean, a lot of teachers I know are, like, working, like, you know, before school, after school, sometimes on the weekends, depending upon what's going on. So you realize it's going to take more work, more energy. It's going to be a different field. You're afraid that you won't be able to make friends. You're afraid that you won't be able to fit in. But I, I, I'm just telling you that if you don't um, step out of the security that you already have in that bank job and that job that you've had for a few years, a job you're very comfortable at, even though that's not your dream job, even though that's, you know, maybe you do like it. 
maybe you like all the people, but you know that it's not where you need to be. You know that you need to be in a teaching job. That's why you spent so much time, you know, doing school after work because you wanted to achieve this dream of yours. So you need to realize that staying with the thing that's safe, that you know you can do, that you're comfortable with, is not what that's going to, it's, wow, (laughs) is not what's going to make you stronger. It's not going to help you grow. It's not going to help you become that best person you are going to be. It does not help you achieve your dreams and goals. Absolutely not. Like, you know, you spend years going to school, especially while you're working a part-time, full-time job, and then you don't even like go apply for it. You don't even like go after it because it's so scary because you know this other job so well and it it's such guaranteed money like you got to figure it out man and I'm not saying that you necessarily just quit on a whim and then go start looking for teaching jobs like you know do it at the same time or figure out if you're able you need to come down in hours on your regular job to kind of pursue teaching education whatever it may be and this applies to anything you know like let's say that you're in a job that you really hate like and it's so boring but it pays really well and I've had experience with this so many times where you're in a job it pays very well it maybe doesn't even like require that much effort from you but you don't like it it's the worst it's not something that you look forward to doing every single day but it's hard for you to actually take the time to um, fill out resumes and job applications thoroughly with a lot of thought and time included in it um, because it's it's work and it's time and you're already in this thing and like maybe other things might not pay you as much but you know you'll be happier you know that you'll have more free time you know that it'll just make your life even better but you don't want to because you're feeling so safe over here and stepping outside your comfort zone to do something that you know is kind of like you don't know exactly how it's going to work out that's really tough I understand that however Don't you want to make your life better? Don't you want to continue to grow? Don't you want to like not be stuck where you are? Because maybe you feel like, oh, it's fine right now, but there's going to be a come a point where it's going to continue to build and build and those negative emotions will build and then they'll explode. And then, oh, sorry guys, it might create an even harder situation for you to get out of what you're doing to move on to something else. Do you see what I mean? So I just encourage you, stop choosing security over bravery, over courage. Um, Really value stepping out, trying something new, you know, taking on new opportunities, even if you end up failing and you have no job, have faith that you will have the strength and the mindset and the ability and the smarts to figure it out you know, put action into motion and get back up on your feet and try again and again and again and again. So I want you to get out there and conquer fear, guys, okay? All right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Again, happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you know anyone that really uh, would enjoy this episode as much as you did, I encourage you to share the show with them. I really appreciate all that support. Come visit me over on Instagram, which is at SabrinaJoyPeroso. Visit my website, which is SabrinaJoy.com. Check the description box for all the notes for the show for today. Also, my email address is in there for any questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests or suggestions for shows, things I need to get better at, any sort of feedback at all. I am welcoming that. Come on in. Again, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you come back and listen to the rest of the episodes for this week talking about being brave. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.